It's February the 9th, Thursday. Uh, it's been a sunny day. We didn't go to freezing overnight, but I don't think the temperature's got to above 8 degrees. There's a bit of a breeze, and in the 8 period that I'm in now, there are some bees flying. Uh, but in the main, there are very few bees flying. One hive in particular is flying, and I observed the hive, and they're bringing pollen in. That tells me two things. One, it's the only thing the foragers can find, so they're bringing it in. Two, that the queen is starting to lay. They have been given protein supplement, and they got that uh, a little way through the uh, middle of last week. So they've had it on the hives for about uh, six days. But I think uh, there's ample evidence to show that if there's pollen available, that's what they will take. They will always eat the protein supplement because it's got a high sugar content. But they'll only take the protein if there is no pollen available. For those of you who are listening out of interest, uh, sugar is the carbohydrate pollen is the protein and if you can't have pollen then they feed a protein supplement or a protein substitute. In any case it's on the hive if they need it it's there. If we get cold days and they can't fly it's there. So why is it there? Well in this particular acre we've had quite a few deaths complete hives died. So the first question to ask is, why did they die? Well, I've opened them up and cleaned them out and at the same time looked to see what evidence I can find. Lots of bees and I looked at the bees to see if I could see any evidence of uh, DWV, the uh, 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 wing virus that they get as a result of viral attack. It follows viral attack. We didn't see much of it during the course of last year, so I wasn't expecting to see it, but that doesn't mean to say I'm always right. Also, what I noticed in the, on the frames was a lot of capped brood. Now, at this time of year, and uh, so therefore we're talking about middle of January now, middle of January when I looked at these dead outs, there was capped brood, a lot of capped brood on multiple frames. That means that the queen continued to lay well into winter. It is expected that the hives would be with very, very minimal capped brood. And only sufficient capped brood so that when it was cold, which it has been, 
for a long period. The bees, when they cluster, would cluster around the queen and around the brood. Also, what I noticed on the frames when I looked at them was that there were bees with their heads in the cells. There were clusters of bees with heads in the cell, and there were also in other hives bees in the spell in, in, in the cells but dispersed. And they were in the cells on frames which had capped brood. So what's gone on? Two things have happened. Firstly, we went into a cold spell and the cold spell persisted for quite some time. As I recall, and I don't keep a list of days when it rains, as I recall in December we had one day when it rained sufficiently for me to go out and come back in. If it did rain on other days, it wasn't persistent and it was very light rain. But I only remember one day. So the rest of the days were cold, freezing. Maybe the temperature got above freezing, but the wind chill factor kept it low. My bees, in this apiary, which is uh, in a copse, and uh, gets dappled sunlight, which is not ideal in the winter. I prefer it to get proper sunlight, but that's my choice. These bees will fly at six degrees centigrade when there's no wind, there's no rain forecast, there's no thunderstorms forecast, and there hasn't been any rain or thunderstorms. So it's just a day of bright, calm, six degrees, and they'll fly. I don't think they flew very much at all during December, so they were relying on their stores. I had on top of each cover board or top cover baker's fondant and uh, most of the hives were taking it. What's interesting is that some of the hives that had died were taking it. And I have instances where I've got some strong hives and they're not taking it. So when it became very cold, the bees went into a cluster and that cluster was not below the fondant. And they didn't move from the cluster to the fondant, or they didn't move from the cluster to the fondant in sufficient numbers. And because sufficient numbers were not feeding, then they couldn't obviously share it amongst the, the, the others and that's why they died. They died from isolation from the feed. Those hives that had significant amount of 
brood, I think they died because they spread themselves too thin. They should have clustered, but they didn't. They remained on the frame with the brood. And for that reason, they were killed because they had no protection against the cold. The, the, the inside of the hive is, has two temperature zones, if you like. Inside the cluster, when the queen is not rearing, will be about 15 degrees. They're all in a cluster, keeping warm, minimal movement, but there obviously is movement because that's how they keep warm. And then outside of the cluster, it would pretty much be the, the temperature in the open atmosphere. I do very heavily insulate the roofs and I do wrap the hives not for insulation but to stop any drafts. So I'd like to know why the bees were continuing to lay in such numbers. And I considered two things. Firstly, the queen would have continued to lay a number because this was both pollen and nectar. Whether the nectar was carbohydrate or whether it was uh, uh, nectar gathered by the foragers from the from flowers, I can't tell you. The one thing I can tell you is that the pollen reserves would have been pollen, because even though in the late in the early late summer, early autumn, we give them a protein supplement just in case, they don't store that. If they don't need it. They don't take it, but they don't store it. And scientific evidence is that uh, they'll only take protein supplement during uh, a dearth or during difficult circumstances. The rest of the time, they'll just take the sugar and throw the rest out. If we go back to July last year, it was very hot, it was very dry, there was very little rain, and as a result, flowers which normally would have been full of nectar dried up. But what they didn't do was stop producing pollen. And so when the foragers went out in July to forage for nectar, they came back with the only thing they could, which was pollen. I'm sure they came back with some nectar, but they didn't come back with nectar in sufficient quantity. They came back with pollen. Now, I don't record pollen stores. I just could record 
stores. I've not had an issue like this before. So I can't look back at my records and tell you anything other than how many frames of stores they had at that time, which is not helpful. So I think what's happened is that they have gone into winter with significant stores of pollen, significant stores of feed, and they've kept the, they've kept the queen in brood. Also, I think that the hives had a hard summer, and because right up until we took the honey supers off, we can't give any artificial feed. I think they had a hard time, and I, I, I certainly know that they were consuming honey which I would ordinarily have hoped to have taken and put into jars. And I think that possibly we were down by a third because the bees needed to eat something and that's what they consumed. So when it came to autumn and they should have been shutting down, I think the colony realised they were low on numbers now, clearly, low on numbers at that time of year means low on numbers of winter bees. There could clearly, and there clearly was, because of our inspections and the notes are taken as a result of those inspections, each hive had significant numbers of bees. We're talking about uh, uh, colonies of, you know, nine frames of bees, and you know the 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 number of frames in a box is twelve. We equalised the hives in July or early August, depending on when we remove the honey supers. And then we revisit it in September, October and equalise them again. At that point of equalising, if there's a weak hive, we'll earmark it. And at some stage before we get into the winter weather, that hive will be combined. We did that to two hives, just as an indication. Two hives out of 42, 43 is not bad. So I think that answers why there was a significant amount of brood, capped brood, uh, so late into winter. So what have I done about it? Well, the only thing I can do is to uh, not dwell on it, uh, amend my ways for the future, and immediately take action. And the immediate action I took was to put fondant and protein supplement, 
directly onto the frames beneath, beneath the top cover. I left the fondant that was above the top cover there. I just put amounts directly onto the frames. And this is where I discovered something quite interesting, in that there were hives which had fondant on the top cover and the bees were not significantly taking it. But the moment it went on top of the frames, they were queuing up to get at it. They were lined up side by side straight as a die, head down, eating. So with that in mind, and I cannot answer why they wouldn't go and take it from the hole in the top cover, I decided I wasn't going to dwell on that and I immediately uh, got some very thin eeks these are a rim. Ideally, it's about an inch and a half. Could be less. But the whole purpose of the rim is that you can just lift the top cover off, put the rim on, and you can put feed directly onto the frames and put the top cover back. Some companies do make protein patties that are, you know, seven or eight mil thick. That's why they're so thin, seven or eight mils thin, that's why they're so thin, so that you can put them underneath the top cover. You really don't want a lot of space up there, not in winter. The more of the hive space that the colony of bees can occupy, the better. So adding space is not a good idea. However, in the circumstances that I think the bees are hungry and would significantly benefit from both carbohydrate and protein. The eek is a brilliant and I put it on. It's a piece of kit that I don't particularly want to have uh, and the jury is out on whether I will next or rather this coming October which is what 10 months away, 8 months away, whether I will put eeks straight on and I will from November feed directly from the frames, thus ensuring that the bees have actually got their feed directly above them, immediately and directly above them. So that's where I am. The hives are strong. Uh, the bees look healthy. Um, you can tell by the way that they are acting and performing that they're healthy. And I, I think that um, come second week of March, we'll see significant growth and that's what I'm expecting. Today already I have seen and photographed 
um, several bees coming in with pollen. Now that's a good sign. The fact that pollen is available is good. The fact that they're out finding it is good. But I can't tell you whether they're just bringing in pollen because that's all of it's available. Now in this area, we're, we've got some snowdrops out. We've got aconites out. Uh, there'll be some hellebores out. But at the moment, there's nothing else. The hedges are bare, the trees are bare. Uh, so it's only the early spring bulbs that are producing any nectar. There might be some uh, pollen and nectar in some of the winter flowering clematis, but that's few and far between, I think. That's, there's nothing there to shout home about. So I think they're bringing in pollen either because it's the only thing available. because the queen is starting to lay. And of course, also, it may also be that they're bringing the pollen in because they're getting ready to get the queen laying, or getting ready to get the queen to up her numbers. So that's where we are. Um, I think March, the weather looks to be uh, 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 quite settled. Uh, we're not expecting to have that awful uh, uh, cold and wet February where we get no sun and it's just cloud day after day after day and wet cold rain. It looks like we're going to be cold but stable um, and that's going to be good. Okay, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Bye for now.